Welcome to our Spiritual Resilience Podcast with Reverend Rich Taffel, a transformative leader and executive coach in areas of public policy, social change, and spiritual entrepreneurship. We understand that today's life and social challenges require a more holistic approach, including spiritual tools, thoughtful dialogue, and of course, community building. Join us in the conversation. Today, I want to talk about finding joy in challenging times. Lately, I've been hearing from many friends and in sometimes even in my own thoughts, the challenge of how do I find joy when things seem so troubling about me? Um, one friend of me recently said, uh, how can I celebrate, laugh, or plan anything joyful when the world is going to hell in a handbag? Or another said to me, I was walking down the street and I saw these young kids in their parkas with their parents and then I saw the faces of those kids in Ukraine trapped at train stations. And another person said to me, thinking about raising kids, what's the point of trying when climate change is going to end things? So maybe you've had some similar experience, some similar thoughts, sort of what's the point? Uh, everything is really in tough shape. Now, every generation has its own challenge, but for our generation, we kind of thought that global plagues and uh, European invasions and homegrown militias, well, they were a thing of the past. But over the last few years, it's been a bit of a shock. And we're not really sure. We thought we knew where we were going, but we're not sure what the future holds. And this has uh, impacted our little church, Church of the Holy City. Uh, we're a little microcosm of what's going on. You know, we had a grand vision for our building. We were gonna do major rep repairs and we would begin a rental program for spiritual entrepreneurs. And it took many, it took a couple of years to kind of get the building in, in safety shape. And just as the last piece of major work was being completed, the pandemic shut things down and we went digital. And then we thought, well, this will ease up, you know, in a couple months. And then it was a couple years. And then in the meantime, as it sort of opened up a little bit, we had violent marches on 16th Street. And then we had an insurrection at our Capitol. And then there were new strains of the pandemic. And then in recent weeks, you may have heard me joking about truck convoys circling our city. And we've had to cancel events because the helicopters flying overhead of the city right now are so loud that people can't do recordings. So that's just our little church and just the little struggles of we thought we knew where things were going, but we're not so sure, and it's been challenging. That's led us to cancel, it's led to financial loss, it's led to uncertainty, and that little story of the church are the things that many of us are feeling in our personal lives. I know for me personally, uh, there's been a lot of sadness. Obviously, as a pastor, you're gonna hear from people. We've had death in the church, we've had struggles and uh, the pandemic and so forth. And I know for me personally, there's many times the image I have of myself is um, that comes up during my meditation is sort of standing in the ocean where large waves kind of smack you in the face. And you feel like, you know, you get knocked over and you get up and boom, the next wave hits you. And uh, that's, a, that's not a, a particularly positive metaphor, but each week, you know, I have to do new sermons, I have to have new ideas, I have to do new things, and I have to decide what I'm not gonna do, what I'm gonna do, and then uh, 
just try to be there for people. So I know in my own life, uh, I'm experiencing it. I'm guessing all of you have had similar stories that you've got what I, I call that nagging voice in our culture. And in the midst of it, it says something very unhealthy. It says, you can't be happy until everyone is happy. You cannot laugh because others are suffering. You cannot take care of yourself. That's lazy. You cannot celebrate until everyone celebrates. And I can tell you these voices that we hear at times are not coming from angels. These voices come from the hells. These dark voices seek to separate us from any sense of joy because they know something very powerful. Joy is the fuel for our work. When we lose our joy, we lose that fuel. And when we squeeze the joy out of our life, we're not good for ourselves and we cannot help others. Jesus teaches us something very profound about joy in a time of chaos on Palm Sunday, when we read uh, in the readings today as he came into Jerusalem. His teachings and his healings had captured the people's imagination. His message that God is love brought enchantment back to a people living under a very self-righteous religious fundamentalism. He got lots of attention and lots of praise. And as he got that attention and he got that praise, he also became much more of a threat. Whenever bad people see good emerging, they try to suppress it. And there were those in his time who had gained financial status, power, political power, in that system that existed. The religious system was selling forgiveness to the temple, and they were cutting deals with the ruling Romans. And besides all that, when someone like this, who preaches the gospel of love and compassion and is popular, it makes bad people jealous. So it was a very dangerous environment that Jesus makes his way to Jerusalem, the center of power, the center of attention for celebration. And some interesting things happened as he was getting ready to go. You might remember the story a week earlier where a female disciple washes Jesus' feet with expensive perfume. Judas, the treasurer, says, why are you wasting money on frivolous things? It could be used for the poor. Jesus knows his motivation and says, the poor will always be with you, but I won't. He says, let's celebrate. Then his disciple Peter says to him, don't go to Jerusalem, it's not safe. And Jesus responds famously, but maybe strangely, he says, get behind me, Satan. Essentially saying, in effect, don't tempt me with safety. He teaches them, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life will find it. There's a paradox in finding joy. To find it, we need to lose our selfishness. Only when we're living for others can we find purpose, meaning, and joy in our lives. And as we see, as Jesus comes in on Palm Sunday, joy is a season. We have it all in one week. 
There are times to celebrate with friends, like Palm Sunday. There's times to have teachings, like Holy Thursday. And there's times that we die and suffer, like Good Friday. And there's times that we celebrate resurrection, like Easter. But what Jesus is teaching us in this week is that true joy does not come from avoiding conflict. It does not come from avoiding suffering. It's when we step into it with God's guidance. And we seek out those moments that we can celebrate, that there is a good time when we can laugh because we'll need it for what's ahead. When he arrives in Jerusalem, the crowd is pure joy. And the religious leaders essentially say to him, shut down this crowd. But he tells them with really a joke that the joy of these people is so incredible that if they were silenced, even the stones would be crying out with joy. On Palm Sunday, Jesus arrives in Jerusalem celebrating and laughing. And he knows what's next. He knows what's coming in the days ahead. He knows he will be betrayed by one of his closest friends and denied by another. He knows he'll be mocked, humiliated, and tortured until he's executed. So what does he do on Palm Sunday? He celebrates. He experiences joy with the crowd. And that's an important lesson for us. We need to find the time to celebrate, relax, and laugh. And only then can we go back and fight the dragons in our life and in the world. And we have to develop practices in our own life that prepare us for the tough times. And we need to do this in advance of the tough times, and they need to be ongoing. The most important practice that I think we could develop right now, and many of you are developing at this very moment, is finding a community that cares about you and building them up and knowing that you are there for them and they will be there when you need them. Last week, we had our first ever board retreat out in West Virginia. And what struck me about the beautiful people that God has called to reimagine church here at Holy City is that we laughed a lot. There was joking and kidding and telling ghost stories by the fire, and it was fun. And while the world might feel like it's falling apart, and the future of this church will not be what we imagined five years ago. And there was chaos and sadness. We laughed and we celebrated. And I remember singing happy birthday to Malcolm for his 83rd birthday in front of a bonfire. It was a community. It was beautiful. And we were gathering to do our best to imagine how we could be of service in this crazy world. So building community is maybe the most important spiritual practice to build joy and building a community of people who are in service to others. Another spiritual practice that we can build up that's not mentioned much in a lot of the writings of the Bible or Swedenborg, but it's, it's very important, and that is uh, taking care of our health. It is funny in Swedenborg's life that one of the first things angels tell him is, uh, don't eat so much. And it's like, <laughs> of all the things you could say to a mystic uh, about heaven and hell and the next world, he's like, take care of your health. Uh, for me, that meant uh, this last year, I gained a lot of weight during the um, pandemic shutdown. I ate a lot of comfort food. I didn't go to the gym at all. 
And I hired a trainer last year, and uh, that helped me a lot uh, getting back in shape. And I really believe that getting in physical health is a spiritual practice that brings us joy and prepares us for the, t the challenges ahead. I've come to think of that image of me standing against the wave as it hits me, and I'm now thinking maybe I can roll with it a little bit, maybe float on it. A third practice is to gain clarity on your mission and purpose. You're being useful to others. What are you doing that's important with your time here on Earth? And what can you let go? In a troubled world, there are so many challenges, and they're great. But loving what you do in service to others can make a huge difference. And a final practice is learn from other people who are figuring it out. When Katarina saw my sermon title this week, she said, you've got to listen to a podcast with Brene Brown and Karen Walrand. And so, of course, I did. And it's just the podcast is uh, the author, Karen Walrand, who I had not heard of before, wrote a book called The Lightmaker's Manifesto, How to Work for Change Without Losing Joy. And the podcast was full of good information. I immediately bought the book. I've not read it yet. But that would be a good practice. And I will put that, we can put that into the chat and also into uh, next week's newsletter. But look at people who are doing it well. If we can engage in community, if we can take care of our health, if we can live purposeful lives, and we can learn from other people who have done it better than ourselves, we can develop a practice that can bring joy in tough times because we'll need it. So this Palm Sunday, I ask each of you to find something that brings you joy. Find a way that serves you and gives you meaning. Find people who make you laugh. Tell jokes. Laugh at yourself. Find someone who needs your help. On that retreat that I talked about, there's one really funny photograph. It's very embarrassing, but uh, very funny, I think. And at one point, uh, Tony Roth, our treasurer, is explaining that because he's so slim, he needs to wear a woman's uh, ski parka. And so he has his hands on his hips. And I said, and I'm pretending like I don't understand. And I'm saying, well, are you saying you've got a, such a big chest that you have to wear a ski parka? And my hands are like this, and Tony's hands are like that. And there's a photograph of it on the, on the Facebook and in the newsletter. But, and it's Katarina laughing in the background and Malcolm looking at us like, what? And that's what we need. We need silly jokes and laughs and, and times to really uh, celebrate that because we're going to need it for what's ahead. So find time to recognize joy in your life and recognize that joy is not the absence of suffering, but it's the peace within it. Joy is not avoiding conflict. It's marching into it. Joy is not waiting for the right time. It's celebrating today. Joy comes not by solving it alone, but celebrating and building community. So take time this Holy Week in the midst of this crazy world. Remember Palm Sunday. Remember the joy of Palm Sunday and celebrate and find some joy. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Spiritual Resilience Podcast with Reverend Rich Taffel. We invite you to reach out to us with your questions and comments, as well as proposed topics for discussion. 
Sending you love and light. Till next episode.